section fifteen of the sikh religion sacred writings and authors volume six by max arthur mcauliffe this librivox recording is in the public domain section fifteen kabir's hymns part two the deceits of the world fifty seven like the semblance of a female elephant o foolish man the lord of the world made this play the elephant impelled by the speech of love is captured o foolish man and his head hath to endure the goad flee from evil passions attach thyself to god heed this advice o foolish man why dost thou not o foolish man fearlessly worship god and take possession of his ship the monkey stretcheth out his hand o foolish man and taketh a handful of corn he is anxious to escape o foolish man but he shall be made to dance at the door of every house as the parrot is caught by a trap o foolish man so is man by worldly occupations as the fleeting dye of the safflower o foolish man so hath this world been shown there are many places for ablutions o foolish man and many gods to worship saith kabir thou shalt not be saved by means of these o foolish man thou shalt be saved by the worship of god a raja offered temple wealth to kabir the following was his reply fifty eight lay up for yourselves the wealth of god's name which fire will not burn which hot winds will not dry up and which thieves will not approach that wealth shall never depart my wealth is god the supporter of the earth he is the real wealth the pleasure obtained from the service of god is not to be found in regal state shiv and the four sons of brahma in their search for this wealth abandoned the world he in whose heart is god and on whose tongue is god falleth not into death's noose the guru's private wealth of divine knowledge and devotion is like water to the thirsty like a prop to the fickle mind the minds of those on whom he bestoweth it conceive good resolutions and their doubts entanglements and fears depart saith kabir o you who are intoxicated with wealth reflect in your hearts and understand this in your mansions are hundreds of thousands and millions of horses and elephants in mine is the one god the love of worldly things leads men to damnation fifty nine a monkey through greed will not let go the pulse in his hand man is responsible for acts done through greed without devotion to god human life passeth in vain without association with the saints and worship of god truth nowhere abideth as the flowers of the desert bloom and no one enjoyeth their odour so men wander idly in many births and death destroyeth them again and again god hath given wealth youth sons and women fair to view by these man prompted by the senses becometh arrested and entangled the body is a house of grass life's end the fire which assaileth it on every side saith kabir to cross over the terrible ocean i have taken the shelter of the true guru a brief account of the process of procreation sixty there is dirty water and white earth from this earth a puppet is made i am nothing and i have nothing my body my wealth all that is dear to me is thine o god into this earth breath is infused and forcibly setteth the false contrivance in motion such and such a person may have accumulated five locks of treasure but at last his pitcher bursteth saith kabir the sole foundation thou hast laid shall be destroyed in a moment o thou proud one 
by devotion to god through the guru kabir has obtained salvation sixty one o my soul repeat god's name as did drew and prahlad of old o thou compassionate to the poor my reliance is on thee i have therefore embarked all my family on the guru's raft if it please god he will have his order obeyed and cause his raft to float over by the favour of the guru such knowledge hath filled me that all my transmigration is at an end saith kabir worship god in this world and next everywhere it is he alone who knoweth the soul having obtained a human body has obtained its last chance of salvation sixty two when man leaveth the womb and cometh into the world as soon as the air toucheth him he forgetteth his master o my soul sing god's praises when thou didst penance reversed in the womb thou didst escape its fire having wandered through the eighty-four locks of existences if thou stumble now thou shalt find nor house nor home saith kabir worship god who is not seen coming or going and who knoweth all things think not of heaven or hell of prosperity or adversity leave everything to god sixty three long not for a dwelling in heaven and fear not to dwell in hell what will be will be o my soul hope not at all sing the praises of god from whom the supreme reward is obtained what is devotion what penance and austerities what fasting and ablutions unless thou know the way to love and serve god be not glad at the sight of prosperity and grieve not at the sight of adversity as is prosperity so is adversity what god proposeth shall be accomplished saith kabir through the saints i now know in my heart that the worshipper in whose heart god dwelleth performeth the best worship commit not sin for the sake of thy relations or others and mourn not for them sixty four o my soul thou hast no helper drag not the weight of others sins behind thee as a bird percheth on a tree such is the world i have drunk the elixir of god by which other elixirs are forgotten since we are not permanent ourselves why should we mourn the death of others whatever is born perisheth why should we be sorry and weep for that when man becometh attached to holy men he drinketh god's elixir and is devoted to him from whom he hath sprung saith kabir i have thought of god in my heart resigning the world remember him kabir longs for god as a loving wife for her absent spouse sixty five woman with her eyes filled with tears and heaving sighs awaiteth her lord her heart is not happy she retraceth not her steps in the hope of seeing him why fliest thou not away o black raven so that i may quickly meet my beloved saith kabir perform god's service to obtain the dignity of eternal life the name of god is the one support repeat it with thy tongue there are many excellences in the body god resides within it and kabir is delighted to behold him sixty six there are many shrubs of sweet basil near and within them is the village of barsana the milkmaid radha on seeing krishan's beauty became enamoured leave me not go not hither and thither my heart is attached to thy feet o holder of the bow very fortunate is she who meeteth thee enchanting is bindraban where the fascinating krishan grazed his kind since thou art my lord o holder of the bow kabir great is my name vain is the devotion of anchorets and idolaters sixty seven how many wear the bark of trees as clothes but what availeth it to dwell in the forest 
what availeth it to man to offer incense to idols what to drench his body with ablutions o my soul i know that thou shalt depart o silly one think of thy fall wheresoever i look i see none but those who are entangled in worldly love men of divine knowledge and meditation great preachers are all engrossed in this world's affairs saith kabir without the name of the one god this world is blinded by mammon fearlessly worship god sixty eight o man victim of mammon abandon doubt come forth and dance doth a hero dread the conflict of the battlefield doth a sati collect utensils when she is about to die cease to waver o foolish man now that thou hast taken the red lead in thy hand burn and die and obtain perfection the world is ruined by being absorbed in lust wrath and mammon saith kabir forsake not the sovereign god who is the highest of all the high kabir places himself altogether in god's power sixty nine thy commands are acceptable to men i consider not their propriety thou art the river thou art the pilot from thee is salvation o man embrace the service of god whether he be angry with thee or love thee thy name o god is my support as a woman rejoiceth on beholding her son saith kabir i am the slave of thy house preserve me or destroy me a homily against the worship of krishan seventy nand became very weary wandering through the wombs of the eighty-four locks of existences through his devotion krishan became incarnate great was the poor man's good fortune you who say that god was the son of nand whose son was nand when the earth and the firmament and the ten quarters of the world were not then where was this nand he whose name is the bright one falleth not into trouble and undergoeth not birth kabir's master is such a lord as hath neither father nor mother kabir hails slander to preserve his humility and lead him to god seventy one slander slander me ye people slander slander is right pleasing to god's servant slander is my father slander my mother if i am slandered and store in my heart the wealth of god's name i shall go to heaven if i am slandered my heart becometh pure the slanderer washeth my clothes for me he who slandereth me is my friend my heart goeth out to the slanderer he is the slanderer who preventeth my being slandered the slanderer desireth long life for me i bear love and affection to him who slandereth me slander effecteth my salvation to god's servant kabir slander is the best thing the slanderer is lost i am saved kabir feels that he is parted with egoism and become absorbed in god seventy two o sovereign god thou art very fearless thou art a raft to save the world o god when i was proud thou wert not in me now that thou art in me i am not proud now thou and i have become one seeing that we are both one my mind is satisfied when there is worldly wisdom how can there be spiritual strength now i have spiritual wisdom but no bodily strength saith kabir god hath taken away my worldly wisdom and instead of it i have obtained perfection the human body under the allegory of a house seventy three the creator made the six mystical chambers into a house and in it he put a peerless thing without delay he made divine knowledge its key spiritual ignorance its lock and life its watchman now my brother let thy mind remain awake through carelessness thou hast lost thy human life thy house is being robbed by thieves thy five senses stand as sentinels at the gate but they cannot be trusted carefully think of god and thou shalt obtain the light of divine knowledge 
if women go astray through only heeding the body of nine apertures she shall not obtain the peerless thing god's name saith kabir thieves may plunder the body of nine apertures god's spirit dwelleth in the tenth kabir obtained perfection and complete faith on meeting the guru seventy four o mother i know none beside god my soul dwelleth in that god whose praises shiv and the sons of brahma sing on meeting the guru enlightenment and divine knowledge entered my heart and i meditated on god in my brain the disease of the deadly sins fear and worldly entanglements fled away and my soul knew happiness in itself imbued with devotion i know and obey the one god and think of none beside having abandoned the pride of my heart my soul is perfumed with the perfume of sandal god dwelleth in him who hath sung and meditated on his praises very fortunate are they in whose heart he dwelleth and distinguished is the destiny recorded on their foreheads i have destroyed maya divine knowledge is kindled in my heart and i have become absorbed in the one god saith kabir on meeting the guru i have felt great comfort my mind hath ceased to wander and is happy kabir's acrostic one everything connected with the three worlds is contained in the fifty-two letters these letters shall perish but he who is beyond letters is not in them two where there is speech there letters are used where there is no speech there no mind abideth god is contained both where there is speech and where there is not nobody appeareth like unto him three if i obtain god what shall i say and if i say anything what kindness do i show god who is diffused through the three worlds as well as in the tiny seed of the banyan tree four for him who hath obtained god and knoweth to some extent god's secret the difference between god and himself hath disappeared god's secret penetrated my heart when it turned away from the world and i have obtained him who is indestructible and impenetrable five the mussulmans accept the tarakat the hindus the vedas and parans but for me the books of both religions are useless a man ought to study divine knowledge to some extent to instruct his heart six i know the one god who was in the beginning i do not believe in what can be written and erased whoever beholdeth the one god becometh as god and shall not pass away seven k when the rays of divine knowledge fall on the lotus of the heart it closeth not even at the rising of the moon and if man obtained the sweetness of that flower he would grow mute in describing it yea to whom could he explain it eight k h my mind hath entered god's cave it leaveth it not to wander in every direction he who knowing the master practiseth resignation shall become imperishable and obtain the imperishable dignity nine g they who understand the guru's instruction lend their ears to nothing else he who graspeth the ungraspable and having grasped him keepeth him in his brain shall abide wealthless as a bird and wander nowhere ten g h god's dwelling is in every heart even though the heart break god is never thereby diminished when man findeth a way to god in his heart why should he leave that way and follow a difficult one eleven in g grasp the love of god dismiss doubts even though thou see no way to god flee not away this is the highest cleverness twelve c h god painted the great picture of the world dismiss that picture and think of the painter this painted picture is an abode of strife 
dismiss the picture and keep thy mind on the painter thirteen c h h god the lord of the umbrella is near why dost thou not abandon desires and be happy o man i admonish thee every moment why dost thou leave god and entangle thyself with the world fourteen j if a man burn his body alive and deface his youth he shall find the right way when man burneth the wealth of this and the next world he shall then proceed and obtain god's bright light fifteen j h thou art entangled with the world and knowest not how to disentangle thyself thou shrinkest back and art not accepted of god why talk nonsense trying to convince others since thou stirrest up controversy controversy thou shalt have sixteen n y since god dwelleth near thee in thy heart why leave him and go far to find him him for whom thou searchest the world thou shalt find near thee seventeen t the difficult way to god is in man's heart why open not the doors of thine understanding and repair to his court there shalt thou behold the immovable one and thou shalt not move elsewhere thou shalt remain attached to god and thy heart shalt be glad eighteen t h keep the world which is a deceitful mirage at a distance i have with difficulty rendered my mind patient the cheat which cheated and devoured the whole world i have myself cheated and my mind is now at ease nineteen d when the fear of god is produced all other fears depart all other fears are absorbed in that fear if man reject the fear of god then he hath fear of man when he no longer feareth man the fears of his heart flee away twenty d h search for god near thee why search elsewhere while searching for him elsewhere life departed when i ascended the mountain to search for him and returned home disappointed i found him in the fortress which he himself had made twenty one in the life of him is accounted happy who though surrounded in the battlefield standeth fast like a man who doth not quail or retreat but killeth the opposing chief upon which his army fleeth away twenty two t the world is unfordable it cannot be forded my soul is absorbed in the lord of the three worlds if the lord of the three worlds enter into my heart my soul shall blend with him and i shall find the true one twenty three t h the unfathomable cannot be fathomed god is unfathomable this body shall not abide for ever though man's span of life be brief he beginneth to build many a mansion but can mansions be supported without pillars twenty four d everything we see is perishable meditate on him who is unseen when thou appliest the key of divine knowledge to the tenth gate thou shalt then behold the merciful one twenty five d h everything is settled when the soul blendeth with god who dwelleth in earth and heaven when the soul leaving earth goeth to heaven the soul and god shall meet and happiness be obtained twenty six n man's nights and days pass away waiting for god his eyes grow bloodshot by such waiting when man findeth god after long waiting he who waiteth is blended with him who is waited for twenty seven p the boundless one hath no bounds i am gladdened with the supreme light i have controlled the five senses and relinquished all idea of demerits and merits twenty eight p h fruit is produced without the blossom if any one looked at a section of that fruit and reflected on it he would not contract duality that section of fruit shall destroy all bodies twenty nine b blend drop with drop when drop is blended with drop both cannot be separated that man becoming god's servant embraces service and he becoming a friend will take care of his servant thirty b h remove the difference between thyself and god and thou shalt be united with him then shall thy fear be shattered and thou shalt gain confidence him whom i thought without me i now find within me 
when i found this secret i recognized the lord of the world thirty one in he who graspeth the first principle shall be happy at heart he who is in this secret knoweth his own mind let no one delay to attach his heart to god he who obtaineth the true one shall be immersed in delight thirty two m man's business is with his heart he who chasteneth it obtaineth perfection kabir communeth with his heart i have found nothing like thee o my heart thirty three this heart is power this mind is god this heart is the life of the five elements of the body if man restrain his heart and remain in a state of exaltation he can tell the secrets of the three worlds thirty four why if thou know anything destroy thine evil propensities and conquer the citadel of the body thou who art surrounded by foes in battle and fleest not away shalt be called a hero thirty five are he knoweth the real pleasure who spurneth the pleasures of this world having spurned the pleasures of the world he recognizeth the real pleasure when he abandoneth the former he obtaineth the latter and when he quaffeth the latter the former please him not thirty six l o man so apply thy heart to god that thou mayest not go elsewhere but obtain the primal true one if thou heartily love him thou shalt obtain him and obtaining him become absorbed in his feet thirty seven w every moment remember god remember god and defeat shall not come to thee i am a sacrifice to those who sing the praises of the sons of god he who meeteth god shall obtain all truth thirty eight w know god by knowing him thou shalt become as he when the soul and god are blended no one can distinguish them thirty nine s carefully strive to know him restrain every thought which allureth the heart when love for god springeth up there is mental happiness and the lord of the three worlds will fill thy heart forty k h he who searcheth he who searcheth for god shall not return he who searcheth and knoweth god by meditation shall cross over the terrible ocean without delay forty one s h she who dispelleth all doubts of her spouse's affection for her shall adorn his bed she resigneth a little comfort and obtaineth the highest gratification then is she justly styled a wife and he a husband forty two h god existeth but the spiritually ignorant know not of his existence from the moment man knoweth that god existeth his heart is satisfied god certainly doth exist if any one could see him but in that case god alone would exist and man exists not at all forty three everybody goeth about saying i will take this and i will take that they therefore feel great sorrow when they are disappointed he who fixeth his attention on god shall obtain all happiness and his sorrows shall depart forty four k s h how many have pined away and perished but despite such destruction man will not even now think of god if any one even now know that the world is fleeting and restrain his heart he shall obtain an abiding place with him from whom he is separated forty five the pandits have in another way joined the fifty-two letters but they cannot recognize one letter kabir uttereth the word of the true one he is a pandit who abideth without fear to join letters is the business of the pandits to meditate on god is the business of the holy man saith kabir man will understand which to do according to his intelligence kabir's calendar is arranged according to lunar days the lunar month has thirty days fifteen of them are called shudi the light half and the other fifteen wadi the dark half of the month in this composition however sixteen days are counted kabir's lunar days 
one there are fifteen lunar days and seven weekdays saith kabir they have no limits the strivers and sids who know their secrets are creators and gods themselves two on the day when there is no moon remove worldly desires remember god the searcher of hearts so shalt thou even in life obtain the gate of salvation and the real word of the fearless one which is the essence of everything he who loveth god's lotus feet and is night and day watchful in his praises becometh pure in heart by the favour of the saints one on the first day of the moon meditate on the beloved he who cannot be lessened and who hath no equal sporteth in the heart he who is absorbed in the primal god shall never suffer the pain of death two on the second day know that there are two parts of the body maya and god who are contained in everything god doth not increase or diminish he is unknowable spotless and changeless three on the third day let man apply his mind to god in the three states of waking dreaming and sleeping thus shall he obtain the root of joy and the supreme delight in the company of the saints ariseth the faith in man that god's light is ever within and without him for on the fourth day restrain thy fickle mind never associate with lust and anger god is all in all in sea and land he repeateth his own praises five on the fifth day know that the world was extended from the five elements and that the pursuit of gold and women form its occupation whoever quaffeth the nectar of god's love shall not again feel the pains of old age and death six on the sixth day the mind and the senses run in six directions the mind will not be restrained without the love of god efface duality and hold fast endurance endure not the torture of absurd religious ceremonies seven on the seventh day know that the word is true and the supreme spirit will hold thee accepted so shall thy doubts and troubles be effaced and thou shalt obtain happiness in the celestial sea eight on the eighth day know that the body is made of eight ingredients in it is the unknowable the king of great treasures the guru who is versed in divine knowledge discloseth the secret how man may turn away from the world and remain absorbed in the infrangible and the indivisible nine on the ninth day keep watch over the nine gates and restrain thy flowing desires forget all covetousness and worldly love and thou shalt eat the immortal fruit and live through all ages ten on the tenth day joy prevaileth in the ten directions doubts are dispelled and god is found god is light the essence of all things incomparable pure without a stain where he dwelleth is neither shade nor sunshine eleven on the eleventh day if man run in one direction he shall not again suffer the pain of birth his heart shall become cool and pure and god whom men say is distant he shall find near twelve on the twelfth day let twelve suns arise for thee and day and night trumpets shall play spontaneous music thou shalt behold the father of the three worlds a miracle shall be wrought for thee and from man thou shalt become god thirteen on the thirteenth day they who repeat the name of the inaccessible escape transmigration know that god is equally diffused below and above god is neither low nor high in him is neither honour nor dishonour he is equally contained in all things fourteen on the fourteenth day remember that god filleth the fourteen worlds and that he dwelleth in every hair of man's body meditate on truth and patience and recite the legend of divine knowledge fifteen on the day of the full moon the moon is full in the heavens and there is gentle light diffused from its beams god is firmly fixed in the beginning the middle and the end of all things kabir is absorbed in the ocean of happiness kabir's weekdays sing god's praises all the days of the week on meeting the guru 
thou shalt obtain god's secret one on sunday begin god's service restrain the desires in the temple of thy body let man day and night keep his attention on the infrangible one and the lute shall tranquilly play spontaneous music two on monday nectar trickleth from the moon when tasted it is a speedy antidote to all poison he who drinketh it shall become intoxicated let thy mouth remain closed to idle converse three on tuesday learn what thou really art know how to guard against thine evil passions leave not the god who is in thine own home to wander abroad if thou do he will be exceeding wroth for on wednesday let man enlighten his understanding so that god's dwelling may be in the lotus of his heart let him on meeting his guru consider both his soul and god is the same and set erect the inverted lotus of his heart five on thursday let him throw his evil passions into the river and consider the three gods of the hindus the same why doth he not day and night wash away his sins at the junction where the three rivers meet six on friday by the practice of endurance man shall attain his object by struggling with himself daily and carefully restraining all his five senses he shall never fall into duality seven on saturday if man keep strong within him the wick of god's light which shineth in his heart he shall be illumined without and within and all his sins shall be erased eight know that as long as man hath duality in his heart he shall not attain god's court let him love the omnipresent god and then saith kabir his heart shall be pure asa the first three lines of the following were addressed by kabir to his guru ramanand the remainder of the hymn contains ramanand's replies and instruction one touching my guru's feet i bow and ask him why the soul was made why man was born and why he shall perish tell and explain to me o divine one show mercy to me and put me in the way of escaping from worldly entanglements and the fear of transmigration the pain of transmigration resulteth from deeds done and happiness cometh when the soul is released from it man bursteth not the entanglements of worldly love and therefore is not absorbed in god he knoweth nothing of the rank of nirvan and so his fears are not dispelled the soul is not born though men think it is it is free from birth and death when the idea of birth and death departeth from man's mind he shall for ever be absorbed in god as the reflection of an object in a vessel of water blendeth with the object when the vessel is broken so saith kabir through virtue doubts flee away and the soul is absorbed in god the following is a satire on the brahmins of banaras two they wear loin-claws three and a half yards long and sacrificial threads of three strands they carry rosaries on their necks and glittering brass utensils in their hands they should not be called saints of god but cheats of banaras such saints are not pleasing to me they gulp down trees with their branches they scrub their vessels and put them on fires whose wood hath been washed they dig up the earth make two fireplaces and eat up men whole though sinners ever wander in evil deeds yet they call themselves aparas ever and ever they wander about in their pride and ruin all their families man is attached to what god hath attached him and his acts correspond saith kabir he who meeteth the true guru shall not be born again thanksgiving to god the father three the father gave me this consolation he made me a comfortable bed and put ambrosia into my mouth why should i forget that father when i go to the next world i shall not lose my game my mother is dead and i am quite happy i do not put on a beggar's coat i feel not the frost i am a sacrifice to that father who begot me who put an end to my companionship with the five deadly sins who enabled me to subdue and trample on them 
when i remember god my soul and body are happy my father is the great lord of the earth to that father how shall i go when i met the true guru he showed me the way the father of the world then became dear to my mind i am thy son thou art my father we both live in the same place saith kabir god's slave knoweth the one god by the guru's favour i know everything the central idea of the following is the worship of maya she is represented in a hideous and repulsive guise her nose having been cut off for her infidelity the first two lines of the hymn describe tantric ceremonies four into one vessel they put a slaughtered cock and another they fill with liquor five yogis sit round and the noseless queen in the midst the bell of the noseless one resoundeth in both worlds but some discriminating person cut off thy nose o maya the noseless one hath her dwelling everywhere she killeth every one and looketh out for more i am saith she the sister and niece of all i am the handmaiden of him who weddeth me my husband is very wise and calleth himself a saint he standeth continually over me no one else cometh near me it was i saith kabir who cut off her nose and her ears and assaulted and expelled her because though dear to the three worlds she was an enemy of the saints all must die at last god's name is their only salvation five yogis celibates penitents anchorets they who wander on many pilgrimages they who pluck out and shave their hair they who practise silence and they who wear matted locks must all die at last wherefore worship god what can the jamna do for those whose tongues love god's name they who know the shastars the Vedas, astrology and various languages who know written and spoken incantations and all medical science must die at last they who enjoy empires umbrellas thrones many beautiful women batel camphor and highly fragrant sandal must die at last the Vedas, purans and simritris i have all searched but there is no salvation anywhere in them saith kabir so repeat god's name that transmigration may be at an end kabir was asked whether the world is real or unreal the following hymn was his reply his meaning is that the world is unreal like the impossibilities mentioned six can an elephant be a rebeck player or an ox a drummer can a raven play the cymbals can an ass put on a dancer's skirt and dance can a buffalo perform worship can rajaram cook cakes of ice can any man in his senses eat them can a lion seated in his den prepare betel can a mammoth rat serve it when made up can a mouse sing a song of rejoicing from house to house can a tortoise blow a shell can a barren woman's son go to wed and build a mansion in the sky can he marry a fair and beautiful virgin can the hare and the lion sing their eulogies saith kabir here o saints hath an ant eaten a mountain can the tortoise say i want fire can the gnat proclaim god's word the following was addressed to a yogi who maintained the superiority of his sect and the advantages of its external accessories seven i have one wallet which containeth seventy-two chambers and one door in the whole world he alone is a yogi who craveth for god in the earth containing nine regions that yogi shall obtain the nine treasures who lifteth his soul from below to heaven who maketh divine knowledge his patched coat meditation his needle who twisteth the thread of the word and putteth it therein who maketh the five elements his deerskin jacket and walketh in the way of his guru who maketh mercy his fire shovel his body his firewood and applieth to it the light of knowledge who loveth god within his heart and ever sitteth in the attitude of contemplation 
all the yogi's craft consisteth in the name of god to whom belong the body and soul saith kabir if god be merciful he will give man a true mark trust to god alone and not to thy relations nine as long as the oil and the wick are in the lamp everything is visible when the oil is spent and the wick goeth out the chamber is dark o madman when thy lamp is out no one will keep thee even for a gauri therefore repeat the name of god who hath a mother who hath a father what man hath a wife when the vessel bursteth no one asketh about thee it is all take him out take him out thy mother sitteth and weepeth on the threshold thy brother taketh away thy beer thy wife openeth the plaits of her hair and weepeth the soul departeth alone saith kabir hear ye saints regarding this terrible ocean the slave-man suffereth torture and the lord of death retireth not from him o god the body under the allegory of a churn from which salvation is obtained through the word ten sanak and sanan sons of brahma never found god's limits nor did brahma himself though he spent his life reading the veds churn god's churn my brethren gently churn it that the butter may not be lost make thy body the churn thy heart the churning staff into the churn put the word instead of milk make hearty meditation on god thy churning pour the guru's favour into it as thy cold water saith kabir he on whom the king looketh with favour and who clingeth to his name shall gain the shore when the deadly sins are subdued man arrives at a knowledge of the one god and obtains salvation eleven when the wick of pride is dry and the oil of worldly love is spent when the drum of boasting is not heard and the mind is fast asleep when the fire of avarice is out and the smoke of desires no longer issueth then shall man know that one god is everywhere contained and that there is no second when the strings are broken the rebeck no longer playeth man hath ruined his affairs by error when man obtaineth understanding he shall forget preaching ranting arguing and intoning saith kabir the highest dignity shall not be far from those who crush their deadly sins if kabir commits sin he hopes that god will pardon him as a mother pardons her child when he prays for forgiveness twelve a mother beareth not in mind all the faults her son committed o god i am thy child why destroyest thou not my demerits if a son in great anger rush at his mother even then she beareth it not in mind since i have fallen into the prison of anxiety how shall i be saved without god's name o god ever cleanse my mind and body and kabir will tranquilly sing thy praises thirteen my pilgrimage is to the bank of the gamti where dwelleth the yellow-robed priest bravo bravo how sweetly he singeth god's name delighteth my soul narad and saraswati wait on him and near him sits lady lakshmi as his handmaiden with my rosary on my neck and god on my tongue i repeat his thousand names and salute him saith kabir i sing god's praises and instruct both hindus and mussulmans kabir deprecated the destruction of life in any form for idol worship fourteen thou cuttest leaves o flower-girl in every leaf there is life the stone for which thou gatherest the leaves is lifeless thou art in error o flower-girl in this the true guru is a living god brahma is in the leaves vishnu in the branches and shiv in the flowers thou destroyest three gods in our presence whom dost thou worship the sculptor carving the stone turned it into an idol and in doing so put his foot upon its breast if it were a real god it would have destroyed him men cook rice dal lapasi pancakes kasar 
the brahman feasters feast on these things and put ashes into the idol's mouth the flower-girl is in error and leadeth the world astray but i go not astray saith kabir god hath mercifully preserved me from error the stages of man fifteen twelve years pass away in childhood man performeth no penance even to the age of twenty until thirty he worshippeth not god he repenteth when old age cometh upon him his life hath passed in talking about his property his arms strong as the sea hath dried up he with his own hands constructeth a fence for a tank that hath dried up and a hedge for a reaped field when the thief cometh he quickly taketh what the fool hath preserved as his own when the feet head and hands begin to totter and water floweth copiously from the eyes when words come indistinctly from the tongue dost thou then sir hope to perform religious works if god be merciful and thou love him thou shalt obtain his name as thy prophet by the favour of the guru thou shalt obtain the wealth of god which shall go with thee as thou departest saith kabir here o ye good people ye shall not take other wealth with you when the supreme god's summons cometh ye shall depart leaving your wealth and homes the inequality of life due to man's own acts and not to god's caprice sixteen to one man god hath given silks and satins and noir bed others have not even a ragged coat or straw in their houses to lie on indulge not in envy and bickering o my soul do good deeds and gain their reward out of the same earth the potter moulded vessels but painteth different designs on them into one vessel is put strings of pearls and into another filth god gave the miser wealth to keep but the blockhead calleth it his own when death's mace touches his head it shall be decided in a moment whose wealth it is god's slave is the highest saint he obeyeth god's order and obtaineth happiness he accepteth as true what pleaseth god and god's will he treasureth in his heart saith kabir here o good people to call things one's own is untrue death breaking the cage taketh away the bird its wires and strings are then relaxed the following is a remonstrance to a kazi who desired that kabir should perform the usual mohammedan fasts and ceremonies seventeen i am god's poor slave royal state is pleasing to thee the supreme god the lord of religions never ordained tyranny o kazi nothing is done by mere talk it is not by fasting and repeating prayers and the creed that one goeth to heaven the inner veil of the temple of maka is in man's heart if the truth be known just decisions should be thy prayers knowledge of god the inscrutable one thy creed the subjugation of thine evil passions the spreading of the prayer carpet then shouldst thou know what religion is recognize thy master and fear him in thy heart despise and destroy thy mental pride as thou deemest thyself so deem others then shalt thou become a partner in heaven matter is one but hath assumed diverse shapes in the midst of all recognize god saith kabir thou hast abandoned heaven and attached thyself to hell the following was composed on the occasion of kabir's visit to the house of a yogi friend whom he found dead eighteen not a drop now trickleth from the citadel of thy brain where is the music that filled it the great saint hath departed with the name of the supreme brahm the supreme god o father whither hath departed the soul which dwelt with thy body which revelled in divine knowledge expounded and preached whither hath the player gone who played the drum of thy body thy tales thy words thy divine instruction are no longer heard all thy vital energy hath been drawn away thine ears have become deaf the vigour of thine organs hath declined thy feet have failed thy hands are relaxed no word issueth from thy lips the five enemies robbers all 
which wander according to their own will have grown weary the elephant thy mind hath grown weary the heart which beat by the force of thy soul the wire puller hath grown weary thou art dead and ten breaths which kept thee together have escaped thou hast left thy friends and relations saith kabir he who meditateth on god bursteth his bonds even while alive mammon under the guise of a serpent nineteen nothing is potent against the serpent which deceived brahma vishnu and Shiv. the serpent having completely subdued the world hath entered pure water by the guru's favour i have seen her coming who hath stung the three worlds and guarded myself against her o my brethren why call out serpent serpent he who knoweth the true one hath destroyed the serpent no one else is free from her attack when the serpent is vanquished what can death do to man this serpent is god's creature she is weak what can she do as long however as she abideth with man his soul shall abide in bodies by the favour of the guru kabir hath easily escaped from her throw not pearls before swine twenty what availeth it to read the simritis to a dog what to sing god's praises to an infidel continue to repeat god's name speak not to the infidel even by mistake what availeth it to give a raven valuable camphor to eat what to give milk to a viper discrimination and understanding are obtained in the company of the saints by the touch of the philosopher's stone iron becometh gold the dog of an infidel acteth in everything as he is caused to act his acts are in accordance with his original destiny wert thou to take nectar and water the nim tree with it saith kabir its natural bitter qualities would not depart end of kabir's hymns part two